Hey everybody, how's it going? This is Desmond Mallory. And this is Emma Mallory. And welcome back to another episode of our podcast, where we try to give you as much valuable information as possible that you can take into your daily life. With that being said, yesterday we talked about embracing your fear in order to overcome it and be able to deal with it properly. Now that's very important because if you let your fears overtake you, you'll never try anything new and you'll be you'll, you'll be stagnant. You'll stagnate and you, you, you'll stay in that same level that you're at right now when you're meant to grow. Everybody is meant to grow and become better, better people than what, you know, be the best version of themselves. Yeah, that's why pretty much, like I, like I probably said before, that's, that's pretty much why I was held back, possibly why my brother was held back. It's because there are certain things we may have wanted to try, but because we don't, we didn't. We care too much about what society would have thought, like, not even the society, we cared about what. We, the people we consider peers would have thought of us if we messed up. Yeah. Not whether we we didn't think about the fact that we would succeed if we just put in the effort and the time and the dedication. We just thought about the fact that if we mess up, we screwed. Basically, because of how we felt people judge you and stuff like that. But thinking about yesterday when we were talking about fear, it, it made me think that uh, maybe we should talk about the other emotions as well. Like you, you need to be in control of your emotions. Because bad things can happen if you're not Obviously on the far end of the spectrum It's something that can land you in prison If you're that type of person Or low end of the spectrum It's all stuff that's just going to hold you back And you, you won't progress Like for example Anger Anger is one of the biggest ones I can actually tell you that is, is, is So important and so it would be the most responsible thing you can do is learn to control your anger. Before I joined the military, yes, I'm going to talk about the military again. Like I said, that's where most of my stories are going to come from. I would get angry, but not to the point where it would become a problem. I get angry, breathe for a second, calm down, because I sit, I, I, I didn't consider what happened that serious, you know. But. <clears throat> When I joined the military, I started interacting with people. There were differences. And, you know, you have free time. I don't know if it's just the way testosterone, your testosterone acts against another dude's testosterone or whatever. But, and the sad part about it, this is somebody I was cool with. But we got into an argument. And I was ready to fight to where... One of the responsible people that was in the room told one of us to leave, and I just happened to be doing leave because part of me knew he was right, and I didn't want that to get in that. Simply because I didn't want to get in trouble, I didn't want to be in that situation where I'm physically trying to hurt someone else and have them try to hurt me as well. And it it, it was one thing I noticed that it took me. A while to calm down Like I'm talking about a long time To the point I had to Go out I had to actually take a walk And I was in Hawaii But I was on You know I was near the barracks So I took a walk Halfway around the barracks Calmed down Let myself think And then Went back to my Went back to my Little dorm and I just relaxed for the rest of the night. Now, the reason why that was so important to me was because 
I didn't know I, I, I knew I had a temper But I didn't think it would be triggered so easily As it was that night For example Normally it takes a lot to get me mad There are things that certain people find offensive That I can either find funny Depending on if it's supposed to be a joke Or I'll take it seriously enough But You know For example I'm an African American there are certain words you're not supposed to say because it's rude and it's uncalled for. However, at this, on the other end of the spectrum, I don't believe in giving words that much power over me where just hearing them uttered makes me fly into a blind rage where I feel like I have to do something to shut this person up. <laughs> I don't like giving words that have a power over me where it can control my thoughts and emotions just because somebody didn't like me and said this, this, that, and the other. I learned to get past that by... That one from that one incident because it was like people are gonna say things, especially in the heat of the moment, and you learn to deal with it. You know, you, you don't want to fly up the handle every time you hear something you don't like. Otherwise, that's gonna lead down a dangerous road, a dangerous path, and it could end up with you being in serious trouble. I'm talking about serious as jail time. Right. And the thing is, because yeah. There were people that upset and made me mad in certain points too, because it's like when see how we used to take the bus when I was in, I think it was seventh grade. Yeah. Well, at one point there was certain people who was messing with me. Oh, really? Well, it was on the bus, and it's like they did. It was just this one thing they did, and I didn't like it, and it's like they did kind of tick me off a little. But it's like obviously I'm not gonna do nothing because I don't want to, you know. Yeah, you didn't want to get involved but, in any type of problem. Well, that's when I came home, though, and basically told mom and them. I did that to help try to alleviate some of that stuff because I don't want to, you know, end up meeting them on the street and if they even just look at me the wrong way try to, you know, go and fight these people. Yeah, I mean... But it's like the next day, mom and them... <laughs> sorry, but it's no, like cool, the next, cool. next thing, mom and them ended up... That's when, uh, like, when we was getting, coming home, that's when mom and mama basically was waiting yeah and that's when she confronted yeah, we got those. very protect we have very protect we have very protective parents yeah so but yeah that's just back to the whole anger thing is you, you don't want that to control you don't you don't want that to be a major part of your life get it under control i don't care if you got to take anger, anger management classes or whatever if you're at that stage but you know there are certain things you could do you can take deep breaths take a step back and really think about what what you're doing what you're saying and is it worth it? If it's worth the hassle and the issues that will come along with you fighting, actually getting into a fight with somebody, you need to re you need to reassess where you are in your life. If that's your if if that answer actually if anger actually solves your problems and fighting salt is a solution to is, is a solution that you can actually go that you actually consider a viable option. I'm having trouble talking, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Anger and fighting is what you consider a viable option. You need to really reassess where you are in life. Because that should that should not be part of the equation. Now, on the flip side of that, it's also possible that you got to control your joy, your happiness. I mean, you don't do that. There's certain limits, you know. <laughs> you can't, if you, I don't care how happy you are, if you go into a random store and jump <laughs> on a person like, you know, and shake them and this and that and the other, they're going to think something's wrong with you. <laughs> yeah. 
And where this is coming from is like, okay, I don't endorse gambling. Like, if you're not a person who gambles, don't. Don't feel like you have to. Don't be pressured into it. Nothing like that. I just, from time to time, you, you know. I was at a casino with my brother <laughs> and other family members. And we was at one of the slots. And they're good at what they do. Because they make, it's, 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 you know, it's one of those one in, I forgot how many, I forgot how many, a shot that you actually win a jackpot or anything yeah. at all, really. <laughs> but when you win, even if it's a smallest amount, it feels amazing. It felt so amazing when I won like $40. I put like $10 in and I won $40. It felt so good that I figured I could keep this going. <laughs> and before I knew it, that forty dollars turned to thirty dollars. That thirty dollars turned to twenty. That twenty turned to ten. That ten turned to me putting more money in, <laughs> and me losing that money. Yeah, that was the same as me because, like, in my case, I think it was like a, it was like twenty to thirty dollars I ended up putting in. Yeah. And I ended up actually getting around eighty to a hundred dollars, and it's like, if I could get that much, <laughs> I probably could get more. And yeah, exactly. Because that's when I ended up finding out that it's like it's probably best not to just <laughs> like. I should have just basically took that eighty dollars. Yeah, it's, it's at least eighty dollars it was. Cash out and just accept that. Hey, I had a little bit of good fortune and got too happy though. Yeah, didn't control it. Didn't control like those 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 damn. Sorry, the dopamines and everything that just flows through your brain and everything. It just makes you really hyped up. And like I could keep going, I could keep getting this, I could keep having this effect, and you yeah. keep pushing for. And then I got a little bit too happy back then, but you know, <laughs> but you get too happy, and then you lose more than what you gained. Yeah. And like I said, I mean, think about this for a second. If you were happy, you ran, you walked, or you skipped, hop, skipped, jumped down the street, singing "I'm happy," and pe- people gonna stop and look at you funny. <laughs> Even if you have headphones in your ears, because it's like, I've just been bobbing my head certain times, and people are like, yeah, that music is good, huh? So you know, people react to you in different <laughs> situations and different scenarios. We this even, is, we even watch people like other people record these people exactly <laughs> because of it's actually very entertaining to watch somebody else do that. But yeah, and people make jokes about that. I mean, there was what vines. Yeah. And other little skits like on YouTube that people do, that was that it was a bunch of stuff like that. Yeah. And it was only because there was a camera behind them that people knew that they wasn't, you know, should be in in in, in the psych ward. <laughs> a mental hospital or something like that. <laughs> so yeah, so control those emotions, and um, especially the darker emotions. Because now let's move on to sadness. We all have things that make us sad. We all have things that make us feel depressed. We all have things that really get us down. Me, personally, whenever I'm experiencing those feelings, somebody told me something I didn't like and I just sat there and took it, but it still made me feel bad on the inside, I go back, I listen to depressing music. That's just me. I listen to music and then what I do is at first the music starts off sad and as I'm sitting there relaxing I'm chilling and then 
it just progresses where it goes from sad depressing music more upbeat music more beat music happy music and I forgot why I was sad in the first place and if I do remember it's like I don't see it as a big deal anymore so that was my routine whenever I would become depressed or sad or upset about something huh. like for example in high school if I didn't do as well on a project that I think I should have did or on a test that I feel like I should have did or I didn't win the big prize and the pep rallies and all and like that but I really wanted to and I really tried well, I would just go back and listen to some music until I felt better. Uh, that's even more like than I thought, cause that that's something I even do when certain times when I'm depressed and stuff. It's like I do listen to like sad mu- stuff that can be considered sad music starting off. Yeah, but I try to slowly bake Basically, go into um, go into more upbeat, joyous music. Yeah, yeah. Probably in music that stuff like everything's gonna be alright type. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like. Mm-hmm. You go from I'm blue, this is why And then you go to Things aren't so bad I found out that life Will pay you back You know, karma and all that Then it's like I feel good <laughs> And it's like I feel great, you know Yeah So it And it actually It actually just my mood up That's just something that Came naturally to me But that's also because Ever since we were little my mom, my dad, they had us listen to different forms of music, and we we love the we love music. You know, we like the fact that we like music when people actually can tell a story. We like music when people can actually give you visual some that some to visualize instead of just like we do like new music, but it doesn't have that same impact as um, like the stuff about all the cars and money and all that. It doesn't have the same impact as the music that had a message did. Yeah, that's <clears> what I was going to stuff that basically when we were growing up, I liked the music that we had when we was growing up because most of the songs, like especially in hip hop and stuff, they had um, meanings to their. Yeah, they had meanings and, and it was just, it was clever. It was clever wordplay and it was clever stuff that they just put together. And they create stories that you can follow because. And, and understand exactly what they're, where they're coming from and what they were going through. Yeah, because they were that creative, and we like that, and that's why we're a big fan of old school school music and new school music that bases itself off of old school music. Yeah, so there are some songs that I'll say I'll admit that yes, I do don't mind listening to that may not be considered the same as the old school. Yeah, we still listen to the music that's not uh. Yeah, but it's but like it I'll, doesn't. It doesn't. It, it feels sometimes you feel silly. Basically, yeah, it's basically like those music that's like... Like, for example, you you singing along with these songs where I have this many cars, I have this much money, and this, is that, and the other. And you know that you're sitting in a, a trailer park <laughs> with nothing. Like, I'm talking about zero dollars in your wallet and an old hoopty of a car, broke-down car that barely, that barely gets you to where you need to go. And it feels kind of silly sometimes. But... When you make it, that's the songs that you do want to play. You know, it's that it's it's more like theme music instead of the music that we like to listen to to actually help us with our mood. Yeah, but there are many other ways to deal with uh, deal with sadness, depression. I mean, the biggest thing is to talk to somebody, ask for help. You won't believe how much just somebody taking the time to listen to your problems 
and willing to try to work through them with you will be such a boon. It'll be such a big boon to you that you'll feel indebted to that person, whoever it is. Like I said, when I got out of the military, I was depressed because of things that went down when I was being discharged. I, I was in trouble like a few times and I, I had never really gotten in re any real trouble before and things seemed to just be spiraling downwards so when I came out I didn't want to do anything I, just, I wanted to just lay down and lay, lay around all day I let myself fall out of shape and I, I let myself I wasn't even practicing good hygiene anymore and then I had people constantly telling me my brothers my sisters my parents constantly talking to me constantly getting me to be part of whatever it is that they were doing and whatever it is that they seen that they wanted to try or this is that and the other and it really helped me to the point where I'm now sitting here making a podcast trying to help other people <laughs> I'm making YouTube videos and writing articles trying to help other people so, don't just sit there and wallow in your depression. It, it seems, it's the easiest thing to do, but it's the thing that hurts the most in the long run. Do the hard thing that's going to actually get you through. Ask for help. Ask for something or find something that lifts your mood. Yeah, because I can even stuff that might even stuff with anger. You can probably even talk to, try to talk to something. Because like I said, going back to my stuff in school, it's like the, reason, the way I was able to alleviate that anger I had for those kids that did that, that was messing with me. Yeah. For that one, like, I, like I said, I talked to my mom and them. Yeah, exactly. So we talked to somebody whenever we like, have problems. It did help relieve that tension and anger, but like I said, she showed up the next day and <laughs> you're like, oh man, <laughs> yeah, because I didn't actually I you, want her right, to. I told you so that way I feel better. Yeah, and that stuff. But you showed up and being really overprotective, and now <laughs> I'm and now I'm a mama's boy. Yeah, I am a mama's boy, but. You know, I don't want other people to know that. <laughs> but anyway. So, and it's, it's like that for your other emotions, too. There is such thing as too much of a good thing. Like I said, we lost a ton of money because of that. Like, potential money, too. It's like, for example, when we were first starting our business, we was following the guidelines and everything. Like, we listened to YouTube videos and stuff. And this guy was like, use Instagram influencers. There you go. Cheap. <laughs> They get you recognition, and all you gotta do is make up these simple little ads, and then just sit back and watch the money roll in as your little process kicks in. And they 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 make it sound so simple to find these influencers that can actually get you results. But we tried the methods. We tried doing it the way that we interpreted that they were in saying it, but um, it didn't work out so well for us. Yeah, and so we ended up spending like hundreds, if not thousands, of dollars on Instagram influencers that only got us comments and likes and probably um, followers, a few followers, a few followers, but no sales. Which is something we actually are proud of now because all our sales came from our own efforts. But we know we can't do everything ourselves, and we need to find the people that know what they're doing so that way we can actually have our businesses take off. Yeah. To, to the level that we envision as success. Yeah. So that's fear, anger, happiness, sadness. And 
because the thing is, I'll say that some of that could have been like desperation as well. Yeah, do not slip into desperation. Desperation makes for very bad decisions. Like that's why if you see someone online, that's where people like scammers try to get you. Where it's like yeah, when you're desperate for something, we were desperate to find ways to make money online. That's why we came across a few scammers that actually was able to take us for a little bit of money. The only yeah. the only good thing about it is like if it was if it, if we considered the price too high, it wasn't worth it. You know, it was like twenty five dollars here, maybe fifty dollars there, another ten dollars over here, seven dollars over there. Yeah. You know? But we still got taken, and like. I'll say there's like a few ways like we kind of figured just how red, big red flags went off in our heads basically. Yeah, especially when the, basically the more money they asked, the more the red flags were like, hey, this is not what you need to be doing. Back off. Go somewhere else. This isn't for you. This isn't even legitimate looking. <laughs> and those red flags just kept firing off. Like the more money they were asking for, it was like you get those little blaring warnings or alarms, you know, <laughs> and all that just like don't do it you're just going to lose money and it's not going to get you anything in return and you will feel even worse than you do now with no results because you'll have less than no results you'll have negative results and you'll start feeling probably stupid or stuff or even falling for them yeah and then you start taking it out on yourself and that's a yeah that, that's that's not good To that's not a good spot to be in yeah so don't fall into desperation you know, know that there's always that brighter. The grass may seem green on the other side, but that's just because they got somebody taking care of their lawn. You know, you just need to find that person that's going to help you take care of yours, and or people that's going to help you take care of yours. And we can tell when something's not right. It's just those little senses we have. When something doesn't seem legit, do Google searches. Do Google searches. Look up stuff. And just know the methods that if somebody's trying to scam you, recognize that. Recognize a scammer because they'll either try to pretend to be somebody close to you or somebody that you haven't seen in a while. Or they'll try to be somebody that just really wants to help you, but they need this, this, that, and the other. Right. And they'll try to be sneaky about it and sly about it. Like, we only need this much, but then you try to uh, say that, okay, I gave you this little $10 payment. Like, well, now we need you to give this much if you want to be part of the stuff where you can actually get paid. Like, okay, that's not cool. It's like, okay. So, wait, fear, anger, depression, depression, depression. Flash desperation, too much joy is a bad thing as well. Yeah. Is there anything else right now? Not that I can think of. There's plenty of other emotions, you know, there is a whole plethora of emotions that you need to learn to control. Because just a few from just a few examples that we give you, it should be obvious that they can actually be your downfall if you let them get out of control. Even things like joy and happiness. Well, you know, because it's it's just it's a cycle, it's a cycle. It's just you, you experience things that make you kinda act irrationally. If you experience them, if you have too much of it, yeah. Or it makes you act in ways that are out of your control when it does happen. Like anger makes you see red. Then by the time you come back to your senses, you done done something that you're gonna really regret. So, hopefully, 
we've given you at least some ways to deal with it. Whatever it is that you do to relax, music, watch TV, play video games, those three, they, they helped us. Yeah. Um, Take deep breaths whenever something like that stuff. Really, really think about what, what's, what's going on in your brain and try to define what's going on, figure out where this is coming from and, you know, squash that. Or counter it with logic and you know and other facts about yourself and all and all that other good stuff. <laughs> and talk to people, ask for help. Above all else, if nothing else works for you, ask for help. Somebody can help you, and they will be willing to because there you have people in your life that really care about you and really support you. So, with that being said, hopefully this has been educational in some way shape or form for you that you could take this take some of our experiences and pull the lessons from them be able to apply them in your day to day life to help you from this day forward and with that being said this was Desmond Mallory and this was Emma Mallory and we'll talk to you next week <laughs>